And welcome back to the show. This is Real Estate Radio. I'm Jason Stubbs, mortgage professional and your consumer advocate for all things real estate. Appreciate you guys tuning in right here on KBVO and also beautiful studios of Talk 1370 AM Intercom Radio in Westlake. Uh, joined by uh, Matt Lesper, 1836 Property Management, Sean Finnegan, Senior Loan Officer, Cross Country Mortgage, and uh, we've got Scott Royal in for another one. Uh, and uh, welcome back, everybody. And we're going to just dive right into this. Um, you know, Matt, we, we've 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 talked a lot about real estate. We've talked a lot about investing. Property management, when it comes down to it, I mean, you are the other side of the investor, right? So, I mean, you 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 have a you know folks that own these investment properties, and that they come to you to help you. You know, so you can help them deal with things that they don't want to deal with. We understand that. But what does it take to succeed, you know, on the other side? So, I mean, you're managing all these properties. I mean, what are some of your clients doing to succeed in real estate? You know, the beautiful part is that people come to us from every aspect, uh, every walk of life and throughout the whole process in different stages. So we don't just get the person that comes in and goes, hey, I just bought this house. And by the way, I'd like for you to manage it and put a bow on it and bada bing, bada boom, right? right. They I- come in and they go... Uh, I've either got 10 houses and I've got 10 problems, uh, 99 problems, but, <laughs> right. you know, and, or I've got, I've got no houses and I've got no money and I want to know how to get there. And, and, and but that's good hey. because then you get to help people the whole way through this process. Cause we all started out with not much. I mean, I think everybody in this room's kind of work for what they've got. So yeah, still uh, there. Yeah. We can <laughs> so, all relate to that. So the first thing is let, let's be real honest about this. You, you got to have some skin in the game. You've got to have some money on the table somewhere. Yeah. So you guys as lenders, big part of this equation because you're not going to come out with a check for $200,000, let's say in the suburbs and uh, just, just dive in the game with cash. So you're going to have to find a way to get with the lenders, uh, make sure you qualify, find what loan program fits you and, uh, and really have some reputable people on your team that are willing to say, okay, buddy, uh, if you want in this, this is what it looks like. And uh, if you can't do it yourself, maybe you need to get some buddies with you or some family members. But if you want in the game, this is what it looks like to get in the game. So I, I'd say that's the first step of this whole thing. And, and I could go on with this for a while, but uh, I'd say patience is the second one. People come to the table and they go, I read a book last weekend. I'm going to get rich quick. I heard about these guys and, you know, the tech industry, everybody's getting rich, right? Make millions with other people's oh, money. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Every, <laughs> you too. I'm looking for only 8,000 people to be my partner and get rich quick this weekend. That's if right. you can come to my seminar, That's right. d- don't bother with the seminar. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, I mean, talking money though, I mean, you know, obviously you're going to need some money from somewhere, but Absolutely. you know, let's say that you are a guy, you know, I've, I've got a buddy, you know, out of Houston that recently came to me. He's like, Hey, you know, I've got a hundred thousand dollars. I have no right. idea what to do with it. Right. You know, what do you, <laughs> you know, seriously, I mean, after you take him out for a good stake, yeah, then, right. then uh, I would say when you get to talk to the, uh, to the investing side of things, you get them with a the lender you trust. You, you call Sean up and you say, Hey, this is what we're looking at. Can you dig into this guy's income expenses, credit score, everything else, and really find out what he can do? Because just because he's got the money doesn't mean he's going to get the loan. Right. And so you need somebody that he can trust and that you can trust to say, this is the plan of action we need to make these loans go through. And uh, in my opinion, I, I think he's better off a little bit more leverage, uh, 25% down and getting two houses. Because when you look at the math on the long term, it, it just kind of works better than getting one, paying it off and waiting for that. The problem is not money. We're all going to make a million dollars. The problem is how long is it going to take us to get that million dollars? Definitely. Because you can't repeat it if you're, you know, 
80 years old when you get your first. So I'd say get with a lender. Call Sean up. And I think that's a great start, you know, and then once, you know, go to a lender, you know, like Sean and you're having the conversation. I mean, you know, it, it, it always comes down to, you know, 20% down, 30% down, 40% down. I mean, you know, wh- where can you kind of steer these guys? I mean, is, Inv- is it price point? Is it investment? You definitely want to do 25% if possible, just because you get a much better interest rate, you know, versus primary residence, secondary residence, they're just been putting 20, 25% down. Doesn't make that big of a difference. We think about 15 year. I mean, I think it, I think that depends on on what you're trying to do. You know, are you are you looking for cash flow? Are you looking for well, long term? If you're, term? If I you're mean, putting twenty five percent down, you're not getting cash flow anyway. But what I like about the fifteen year is that you pay the price and the penalty for about a year and a half, and then is you know we all know the market does this right, really slow, but three percent on average, on average, no crystal ball. So about the first year, you're underwater. What hundred bucks a month, seventy five bucks a month, one fifty on the bad side. By year two, you're pretty close to break even year three you're laughing because you just saved 15 years on a mortgage yeah so if you're just willing to be patient which I, I think is the next part of this recipe be patient be patient with your lenders yeah if they say deliver docs deliver docs if they say you know if you got to your realtor and the realtor says the house isn't there today or you have inappropriate expectations regroup have the patience to go through that process and look down the road at your real goal and uh, and finish the job. So on the on the other side of that, Matt, I mean, you know, Sean, you're saying put you know twenty five percent down. I mean, that's a great strategy, and that's something that that can make sense for a lot of people. But Matt, on the other side of that, you know, let's say that you know back in the uh, you know a couple years ago, I mean, you you know you had these these loans hundred percent financing, and they they're still out there, but it's only outskirts. You know, Central Texas. I mean, you got to get outside of Austin. You know, it used to be, you know, beautiful. Those are still not there for the investor on the investor side. Well, but, but what ah. I'm saying is, like, let, let's let's say it's your primary residence. Ah, now we're talking. And, and then you're like, okay, you know, it, how many people out there are like, well, I don't want to sell. I want to rent my house. I hear that so many times. And then, you know, you hear the advice of, well, if you want investment property, I mean, sell your house. Let's go buy one that can make you money. Or, heck it, no. Right? If you're the guy that was like, hey, you know, I put down, you know, a couple thousand dollars. That's all I've ever put into this house. And then you're like, now I'm going to go buy a primary. I'm going to lease, you know, the current house out, Matt. What, what does that look like? So I, I'm, I can't believe you brought that up. Uh, but, uh, so I've seen so many numbers come across because we do these return on investment analysis free for our clients, right? If, if they want it, we do it. They can do it every year. I don't know if they need to do it more than that. But annually is a really good idea. Every two years, I would say at a minimum. I mean, come on, let's let's check our pulse. But um, I can speak from experience. The first house I ever bought was a zero down USDA. Those are solid loans. Yeah. They're no games. Right. They're yeah. not they're not a uh, lender who's going to hurt you. These are government backed, regulated, good loans for good people, you know, teachers, firefighters, all this kind of stuff. So they're solid. Now, you know that if you start printing money, you make a million bucks from zero. The It's infinity. Right. Just like the opposite end of that. And so if you only put two grand down, but that house at some point in the future is paid off. It's cash flowing or, or worth 200000 however you want to look at it. The math is incredible on the rate of return. And you can get more than one of those if you were to buy and go to another rural area or another. You can refi those after a while into a different note because you're mm-hmm. going to pay them down pretty rapidly if you're making an effort. So I would say if you are living in the suburbs and those are even a remote option for you, buy a starter home. Be in it for two years. Put nothing down almost, so to speak, and then go to the next one, and then go to the next one. I mean, 10 years into this thing, after you switch because you had one kid and you had two kids or you need to switch school district, 
you've got a handful of investment properties with little to nothing on the table. That's when yeah. you call Scott with the... Uh, You'll with, need them. No, no, seriously. I speak from experience. The math yeah. works, guys. If you can do that and not spend a million dollars on a fortress in the center of the city and you're willing to live within those areas, you can write your own ticket to retirement. Yeah, well, that's a beautiful thing, too, with a lot, of, a lot of investors I see, especially right now when you have appreciating markets, they're always pulling the cash back out, and they're finding really good opportunities that you can find right now in the Midwest, right? In the Rust Belt, you'll be able to pick up homes for sixty dollars to $100,000, and they're incredible. I mean, but the, what, the really big piece, though, is exactly what, um, what you offer with the property management is you have to have an experienced person that's the boots on the ground that's telling you how do these things really churn out. And one thing that you do that I think is phenomenal that really sets you apart is really being a leader in your industry is that you do so much education with people that tells them not just about how do you do property management, but what does the investment landscape really look like? And uh, I just really have to applaud you for that because that's something you don't have to do to make money in your industry, and you really go above and beyond for it. Yeah, I mean, to, to hop on that, I mean, you know, you work, explain how you work with, with realtors. I mean, you know, obviously you're a licensed you know, agent, but you know, it seems like, you know, there may be some type of, of, uh, you know, conflict or, or some type of competition or, you know, explain how you work with it. Realtors. It can be perceived as that, to be honest with you, it's a small town. I, I came from an even smaller town and, uh, I'm not going anywhere. And so, uh, to burn a single bridge is not worth it. So, uh, when it comes to real tours, uh, if you will, uh, we partner with them. So they'll call us and say, I've got a client. He wants you to run the numbers on their property. They're deciding whether to lease or sell, or they simply want to lease. And uh, some of them, the vast majority know us so well, they, they get it. But a lot of the first timers call and go, you're going to give this back to me, right? And we're like, not only are we going to give it back to you, I document it in two places and our custom management agreement actually writes your name on the contract. Nice. Now, if that agent turns out that they're no longer in business or for some reason something goes south with the client, then that's between those guys. But we we don't steal, we don't lie, we don't cheat, and and we sleep really well at night. I know that so sounds me, crazy in management, yeah. you know, that the landlord's not going to do bad things, but uh, those people need to be put out of business. I mean, if you're seeing them on KXAN because uh, they're doing something wrong or they're not they're slumlords, let's just put them out of business. Tell me how, I'll help you. Without a doubt. So with two minutes left, explain kind of your team and and how how are you guys structured in in a little bit of uh, you know what's the benefit to the client. I'd say the benefit to the client is we're going to make real real estate investing easy. That's the biggest benefit. You can go out and attempt to do your own dentistry. I mean, who doesn't want to save a couple bucks, right? Drill on your own tooth. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> I skip that one. Was yeah, that no uh, what was that movie with Tom I, I, Hanks? I'm going where he tomorrow was on, the, on the island by himself. He had to pull his oh, own. Oh, uh, Castaway. Castaway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that that none of that looked fun to me. <laughs> But if you want to go out and try to do this on your own, um, just expect a little bit of pain and some uh, infection to come from it because you're not going to get away unscathed. You it's may not get, worth it. It's just not worth your time. It's, it's not, not worth it's it, not. but you can get away and go, well, my last tenant was great. Just wait for it. Because yeah. I can tell you we have explicit numbers and everything else disclosures about what it takes to qualify for our properties. And we turned down a third of all applicants, a third, a third of people flat out lie. Wow. And I get full credit reports. I get full national uh, criminal sex offender database, terror watch list, everything. And they still lie. So if you think you can screen them from Zillow or Craigslist, I wish you well because uh, you're, you're rolling the dice, and I would rather bet in Vegas than bet on a, <laughs> a person I've never met that's lying to me from the get-go. Without a doubt, that's Matt Lesper. Uh, guys, check him out. It's uh, really easy to find, 1836propertymanagement.com. Special thanks, Sean Finnegan, Senior Loan Officer, Cross Country Mortgage, and Scott Royal-Smith with Royal Legal Solutions. Guys, uh, 
fantastic show. Appreciate y'all uh, sticking around, man. I mean, this is fun. We'll do this again. Especially thank you guys. Uh, appreciate you tuning in. I'm Jason Stubbs. This is Real Estate Radio. Thank you for making this the best real estate show in Texas. We'll see you soon. NRL Mortgage is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 181407.